You are listening to the sermons of Mission Hills United Methodist Church. We are a reconciling congregation in San Diego, California, who believes in loving God by loving all, connecting faith and community through worship and serving others. To find out more about our worship community, visit us at our website at missionhillsumc.org. Thanks for listening. Today's scripture comes from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of God's power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. Stand therefore, and fasten the belt of truth around your waist, and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all these, take the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench the all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me so that when I speak, a message may be given to me to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it boldly, as I must speak. A holy word for God's holy people. Thanks be to God. The passage that we just heard delivers a message about how people of faith, or rather one singular person of faith, can shape the lives of their fellow believers. Now, to fully understand our context here, the folks who are recipients of this letter, they were Christ followers. And Christ was seen as a bit of a rebel rouser these days, defying religious elite and political authority so that he's, he's not seen as the most liked person in this time. And so that means that the folks who were Christ followers weren't in uh, the best graces with society either. They were in a vulnerable position, hence really needing a sense of security or protection. This passage we just read here has been often used to justify wars or oppressing people who don't fit our exact same demographics or those who aren't Christians. But the truth is that's an immensely dangerous reading and today we're going to talk about why. The first thing to note is that this armor of God language is being spoken, like we mentioned before, to a group of vulnerable people, societal minorities in a sense. The readers of the letter are asking for guidance on what to do because their backs are against the wall. The armor of God is not because this group needed to rule over anyone. Rather, they were just simply trying to survive. This leads us to go deeper into the nature of this armor being talked about. The armor of God is not a breastplate and leg plates that go on a suit of armor. It's a spiritual armor. This letter as a whole is speaking in metaphor as a means of illustrating the protection that the vulnerable group of Christ followers had been asking for help with. 
Throughout the passage, we hear a lot of language about standing. Stand against the wiles of the devils so that you may be able to withstand. Stand therefore. These references speak again to the nature of the armor that are being described here. It's not armor for attacking purposes. Rather, it's an armor of defense. It's meant to be used to help those who wear it to stand fast or to withstand whatever is thrown at them, namely evil, which is used throughout the passage in Ephesians as a whole. And so with all this being said, what can we take from it for ourselves in our context? It's important that we don't translate this one to our own lives as if we were those vulnerable Christ followers that Ephesians writes to. Simply put, because we are not. As Christians, we are among the most privileged of the world religions, especially in the United States. For those who are using the armor of God language as a means of aggression rather than protection, as our passage suggests, they are speaking from a position of privilege. I want you to pretend like you are David in the story of David and Goliath. You, David, are a small person with not a lot of strength, and you're going into battle with Goliath, a strong giant. Imagine you had been equipped with this literal armor. No matter how hard you tried or how well you used that armor, you wouldn't be able to use that armor to attack Goliath simply from a strength perspective. But you could use it to protect yourself from being hurt more or finding a way out. And say the roles were reversed and you were Goliath. Your armor could protect you, but the truth is that you don't need protection from those who are less privileged than you because they're just trying to stay alive, not attack you. So we as Christians, we are Goliath in the sense that we outnumber or outsize people in other faith traditions versus the Christians in the time of Ephesians, they were David. Neither of these is better or worse, and those who aren't Christians aren't any more or less important than we are. But it helps us to understand the key players then and how that has stayed the same or in our case changed as we look to our modern context. The final part of this passage is really at the heart of the purpose, and it's what we can take with us. It says, with all of these, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me, so that when I speak, a message may be given to me to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador. Pray that I may declare it boldly as I must speak. At the heart of our faith comes those things mentioned. The things mentioned as armor, faith itself, the revelation of Christ's work and the drive to follow in his ways. Salvation, the truth that we are in everlasting relationship with God. And the Spirit, God's work revealed to us through infinite sources. And through these things, we are called to share it widely. Not as a form of attacking, but as a form of faith. Sharing Christ with those around us. Sometimes we refer to this as evangelism. Sharing the good news, declaring the good news of life and love that God came to earth like us to experience all that earth entails, to understand us better, to deepen God's relationship with us, and to show the world that at the root of our faith is that deep love. And so the question for you to reflect on now that we've spoken about this armor of God 
which is faith, salvation, and the Holy Spirit, how will you use it to do the work of the gospel? Will you choose an organization to support? Will you invite someone you know to brunch? Will you tell those around you about something you're passionate about? Will you listen to the stories of your neighbors? Will you learn from someone whose work you admire? In each of these things, we reveal Christ's work to those around us. And that is why wearing that armor is truly important. That is what wearing that armor is truly about. As we leave this place, may we find hope in the message of the Christ followers then and now. May we learn to speak about our faith and our identity in ways that wield humility and love, not attack or hostility. And finally, may we go out into the world, our neighborhoods, cities, workplaces, families, and share the hope that you have experienced as a child of God. Let us pray. God of hope and wholeness, we thank you for drawing us in, for helping us to go deeper into the words you have inspired through the gift of scripture. Help us to take seriously the call you have for us to practice our faith in meaningful and hope-filled ways. In your name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. Be sure to follow us on our social medias and check out our website for more information on what goes on in this faith community. Have a wonderful day and know that you are loved.